Hi, everyone, and welcome to the special simulcast of the Neil Haley Show and Celebrity Interviews live from the Grotto with Greg Hanna. Greg, what's going on, man? How are you? Doing fantastic, Neil. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. And I have to ask you, were you a fan of the Waltons growing up? Did you- I sure was. Thursday oh. nights with the family. Enjoyed oh. it very much. Oh, uh, that's uh, and you could tell me more stories about it. But our guest today, I'm really excited to welcome Judy Norton. She played Mary Ellen on the hit series, The Waltons, and she's going to talk about that and a lot of other ex- amazing experiences. Uh, thanks again, Judy, for stopping by. How are you? Uh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. So let's go start off. Did you always want to be an actor growing up? Was that, especially being a child actor yourself, did you, is really early, you must have wanted to act? Initially, it was just something that was fun. Uh, I had done some dance classes. I'd done some little musical reviews. So it was it was just fun. I loved being creative, and this was an opportunity to do that. Then my uh, my father was instrumental in getting getting me started with an agent, and it kind of rolled from there. So it was it was fun. I mean, what a great great gig as a kid to go and play make believe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's fantastic. You know, looking back when you were on the show, you know, what were some of the proudest moments or fondest memories that you know come to mind when you think back? Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm just, I think we're all so proud of the show and what we created, the um, the stories, the the quality of the writing and the directing and the acting. We had amazing actors and guest stars that came through the show. And we had writers and directors who had been in the industry through the golden age of Hollywood. We had crew members who, you know, we had a cinematographer who'd been nominated for an Oscar. And we just had this great group of people and together under the guidance of Earl Hamner, who created the show, I just, we seem to have created a timeless a timeless series that people still relate to. It's still relevant today. So I think it's that body of work really that the the legacy that's been created. When you were acting at that time, thinking about the Waltons, did you know it was going to live on to, to today and how still popular it is? Did you think? Uh, that you have a, yeah. Who, whoever knows, you know, you can look at something and think this is great. It'll be perfect. And it's like crickets. Nobody watches, nobody cares. In this, initially, they didn't expect it to go. CBS uh, sort of gave it a nod because they were getting a lot of pressure to do more family-type programming. And this was a story I heard that they that somebody said, yeah, well, we'll throw that on. People won't watch it, and it'll be like, see, no one's interested. Uh, and, of course, I mean, year to year, Initially, we were really low in the ratings, and then it took the whole first season to climb up to the top of the ratings. And then, yeah, you started thinking, oh, I think we'll be back next year. But who can predict, you know, 50 plus years later? You know, you were a child star, obviously, right? So were there any particular lessons or challenges that you had or that you learned, you know, growing up as a child star that you'd want to share? Um, Oh, gosh. Uh, probably a lot and and some that I didn't realize I was learning at the time that later I went, oh, wow, <laughs> I learned not to do that. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's there's a lot of 
technical skill involved in, in acting, just the mechanics of it. And when you deal with film and television, there's the continuity aspect of matching. Um, there's a lot of things. I have a YouTube channel that talks about behind the scenes of the Waltons and I get asked a lot of questions. And one of the things I've been educating my audiences about whether you know, to the degree they're interested is things like matching and continuity and what happens and saying, oh, look, see, there was this error there. So I have a very educated little audience now who are beginning to recognize those aspects of hitting your mark and finding your light and finding the camera and, and melding all of that. And, and at those endless dinner scenes, if you ate, then the next take, you have to eat again. And you know, if you see the person, everybody has to do the same thing over and over. So those things were skills that you develop from whatever age you start interacting either on the stage or on, on film. Are you able to mentor child actors today that are involved or at least in the, in your career that have come to you and for advice? Uh, a little bit. Uh, I have done some teaching and some coaching at times. It's not something I'm doing currently. Um, and I, I just, I, it, I actually literally don't get asked about it. Um, sometimes when I've taught people like me, you know, one of the things you learn is you think you know it all when you're young. And then the older you get, the more you realize maybe you didn't know it all and maybe you still don't know it all. Uh, so that's what I found sometimes when I've been working in situations with younger actors is they think they know or they don't know what they don't know. So they don't know to ask. Yeah. The older I get, the more I realize I don't know. That's just the yeah. truth. Yeah. Um, but you can take all those past experiences and move them forward with you into your next birthday. And that's yeah. the important thing I've found. Um, well, you know, besides being an amazing actress, you know, I, I didn't realize it, but you're a musician as well. I mean, how did your passion for music start? You know, tell us about the albums you've had and do you have any projects you're working on now musically? Um, thank you for asking. Uh, I always loved singing, so I don't really play an instrument. I mean, I play at guitar, but I'm not very good. Uh, from the time I was little, I, I enjoyed singing. My mom sang professionally when I was young. And so there was always music around the house. The radio was on, the record player, the old record players. Uh, and she loved standards because she grew up in the 40s, 30s, 40s. Um, so the radio was always the sort of great American songbook and then musicals, Broadway musicals, things like that. So that was a lot of the music that I grew up listening to and, and grew to love. Uh, I did my first little recital. Um, me and my brother and sister were all part of a little children's uh, group that with the voice teacher my mom studied with. So I remember doing that and that was fun. And I wasn't any good, but I loved it. And I did a, a children's production of Cinderella as a child every weekend for about a year. My sister and I did that. And so it was just something I loved. Um, when I was about 16, I discovered that I couldn't carry a tune, that my pitch was terrible and I was crushed. So I, uh, someone I knew had a voice teacher. So I started studying voice and I really initially just did it for me because I wanted to not be terrible. And I thought, even if I just sing around the house, I won't be so embarrassed. And then after studying for a while, 
uh, I actually started to audition and got hired. So I thought, wow, someone will actually pay me to do this. So then I really buckled down and continued to just want to grow the skill. Um, and I did get to do, I have had a chance to do musicals and then was able to do some concert work. And, uh, and then, yeah, I have a couple of CDs that I recorded. One was a live sort of cabaret show that we turned into a live CD, uh, a live recording. And then just last year I did Christmas. I released a Christmas CD, which I'd always wanted to do. So that was one of my sort of COVID projects when we couldn't all get together and do things. I thought, well, I've always wanted to do this and I can work on this at home. So that was um, just released last year. So let's talk about specifically life after the Waltons, after the, the tell us your acting career, some of your highlights from that career. Uh, well, after the series ended, uh, I started doing a lot more theater, um, you know, because the whole thing about, about typecasting is a reality. It's like, well, you know, you're too recognizable on TV. People will think, oh, there's Mary Ellen. But on the in theater, it was great because they it people would come see me on stage. So I, I did that. And then I had an opportunity to start moving behind the scenes and worked for a theater company in Canada for eight years, writing and directing. So that was a great new training ground about that side of things, you know, being behind the scenes and a small production team and everything it took to put a show together. Uh, so that branched me out into then also exploring writing. I you know, wrote a fair bit for theater, then I wrote for a little bit for, for film and TV. And so it's just been an ongoing exploration of new areas and I continue to act, but I also, if I get other opportunities, you know, I, I go down those roads. <laughs> wow. That's pretty crazy. So besides all of that cool stuff, being an actress and being a musician, did I also learn that you're a producer and a writer? Uh, yeah, I, 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 have done just a little bit of producing. I, I tend to not do that because I feel it's one of my weakest skill areas. Uh, I, there's just so much to know about it. Um, the writing, yes, I definitely, that came from having to write all these original shows for the theater. And then I worked with another producer down in Texas and he found out that I wrote. So he'd say, hey, can you write a show about blah, blah, blah. So we we do that. Uh, so I, I got a lot of things commissioned in, in that way. Um, so it's, it's nice to, to do that variety because it, it, then when I go in and I just do an acting role, I come in to guest in a show or a film, mm -hmm. I feel like I bring more knowledge to that table that the writing, directing and acting really inform each other. So I use what I know as an actor when I'm writing or directing and vice versa. Um, so that's that's been great to explore some of those other areas because acting can be so contingent on, I mean, obviously as a writer, it doesn't matter if I'm male or female in terms of what I'm writing. As an actor, obviously, if it's a male role, I'm not going to get cast. Uh, so those types of things, or it can be age contingent, all of oh, that. Wait, haven't you been reading the news? It doesn't seem to matter these days. <laughs> well, it's it can be true, but you know sometimes it, it really does matter. Or I can't play 
a 15 year old on screen anymore or so there's there's those things that that just make sense and sometimes it is just colorblind and gender blind and and that's great too uh but when it's not there are there are visual limitations sometimes so writing and directing that doesn't so much matter and a lot more there's a you know an ongoing push to create more opportunity for women and for older people in general and in the film and television industry older women is not not the strongest category to be in to be looking for work uh you know which is unfortunate in our society today that as we get older sometimes it can seem like even though we have all this extra experience it isn't valued the way it should be mm-hmm. And that's that's the thing. And then it's auditioning and starting all over again and doing things again. What are your current projects you have right now? Tell us a little bit about. Um, well, the one of the main ones that I continue to work on was another one of my COVID projects where I started my YouTube channel. It's behind the scenes of the Waltons. And so I just create content that talks about the various different episodes and the cast members and answer fan questions. And so that's been, that's been really kind of cool to interact with the longtime fans and sort of give back to them inside information uh, to the degree I can remember it (laughs) 50 years later. Uh, So that's been an ongoing thing. And then I I shot a short film that uh, we just released online last year. And that's uh, Space Limbo, that's on um, on YouTube as well. So if people want to check out my little short film, that was a COVID project. Um, so those types of things. And there's always scripts I sort of am playing with, developing and stuff. I have another project that we're just finishing an edit on that is sort of a speculative project, a pilot concept on a, on a show. So we're going to be pitching that as soon as we finish up the edit. So I'm kind of freelancing and um, enjoying the fact that I'm not working five. Sorts of things in my life. Absolutely. So let's, Greg always has a final question he likes to ask. So go ahead, Greg, with your question. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Uh, It's just been a real pleasure speaking with you and uh, getting to know you. Um, Just for for myself and for the audience uh, that's listening, what is it that you feel is the most important thing in life that you've ever learned? Oh, um, wow. I just, I think keep moving forward, keep growing, keep learning. Um, there's just, I think as long as you are engaged in life and have goals and things you want to do that it keeps you young, it keeps you active and it, it keeps you engaged. So I think you just always have to be looking, looking ahead and creating your life that there's always going to be no's along the way, but just keep going. Just don't let those no's stop you. If, you know, if you run into a brick wall, go over it, around it, find, dig a ditch, you know, find another path forward, but, you know, continue your journey because there's no matter what age you're at, there's always new things that you can explore and enjoy. Excellent. That's such a great advice, Greg, because if we do that, we keep going, we keep persevering through things. And Judy, that's the best for actors or anybody that's trying to get a role. They got to keep plowing through, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
And that's in, in, in that business, you have to live that way for so many ways. So for what would you like to say to your fans now? I mean, you know, the, especially ones that, you know, they've not gotten to hear an interview from you and it's out on YouTube or Facebook or on radio. What would you like to tell your fans? Especially now, I'm sure you still do signings. You still get those opportunities to interact with them. But some fans might not know what's going on. What would you like to tell them? I think the biggest thing would be just thank you. You know, that thank you for embracing the show you know, all those years ago, or if people are new to it, embracing it now, thank you for continuing to, you know, keep it relevant and keep it alive by watching it and, 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 you know, keeping, keeping that, you know, it, it's given us this, this legacy that is amazing to me and I'm so proud to have been a part of it. So I guess, thank you for that. That's great to always say thank you. We appreciate it, Judy. Best place people can find information on you is go where? Uh, I am on some social media. I, I I predominantly interact with people on my Facebook channel. Um, I, I Not my Facebook, my, my YouTube, that I do read all the comments on my YouTube channel and I try to respond to them. Facebook, I'm on there, but I don't have as much time to interact there. Uh, but I do have a fan page. Uh, on Facebook, uh, yeah, Twitter, I'm sort of eh, minor presence, Instagram, I have an account, but I never look at it. I'm just not, I, I didn't grow up in the social media uh, era. So I'm just not real social media savvy. So <laughs> but you have that brand, which is the, yeah. the Waltons and the fan base, I could imagine if you said you were going to do fan mail, how long that would take. And that's just fantastic. Yeah. That you have it's, that and you'll have that to live on forever. So we appreciate yeah. it. And I, I do have a website, judynorton.com, and there are photos and my CDs and are available there. I, again, don't update it as often as I should, but, uh, you know, there's only so many hours in a day to sit on a computer and I try to get away from my computer and, and uh, go out and engage in life. All right. Thanks, Judy. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, all right. That was Celebrity Interviews live from the Grotto with Greg Hanna. Guys, take care.